It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's get to it. Let's get to the uh, awards and all that stuff. Um, obviously, I, w- I want to get to the, the most important ones, but let's start with the true biggest like because you uh, brought it up I mean, on the pod. It is the one and because and, Nick is Nick got. Slighted, but 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 there's none of these awards. No one in any of this whole thing, on all the teams, got slighted more than Brandon. Dude, I, I, I'm saying this in all seriousness. I think if you were a comeback of the year voter and you did not have Brandon Graham in your top three, I truly believe you should have your right to vote rescinded. Love it because let's again, and then people are gonna be like, oh, you cover the Eagles, you know Brandon, like blah blah blah. And yes, there's I'm sure there's bias in every walk of life, like all those things. But the bottom line is this. Brandon Graham had the best year of his career coming off a huge injury at 34 years old. Like, that's it. That's all you need to know. He played, like, one game last year. Yeah, he played one game last year. I, like, uh, Christian McCann, like, whatever. Did you know Saquon played 13 yes, games? Yes, I did know he played 13, 13 games last year. 13 games last year. And again, did not have a career year this year. No, not. Like, he was and, fine. So this is what I think the issue McCaffrey is. McCaffrey played seven games last year. It's, it's insane. Gino played... All of them that t- a team was willing to let him play. And even then, like at least Gino, like you can, uh, like Gino's the one of yeah, the three G- who I would put in there with. Br- like Brandon should beat him, but right. like Gino deserves to be one of the three. I think because it's not an injury, but like yeah, that dude was 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 basically you know a third string or right. whatever, and had a great year as a starting quarterback. Guy, chance like sure, that's a comeback. It's a different kind of comeback. That's a comeback. McCaffrey and, and Barkley, like every player they, gets they hurt. They went from come- like media. All those guys have that stuff. Well, they went from like mediocre hurt to like mediocre season. Yeah. Neither of them had special seasons. I know. But I know. like again, and I think this is the problem a lot of times with awards, and you see this with Pro Bowl voting too, where it's like you know at the end Jason Peters got in because he's Jason Peters, mm-hmm. and there's an aspect of well he's earned that. But what it also really is, is voters are just lazy and go like, oh, yeah, Jason Peters is good. And dude, they check this, it. Dude, this is the gold glove thing. And I've been saying this for a bit. So, so the perfect example is Rafael Palmero won a gold glove one year when he played 27 games at first base. <laughs> yeah. He was a DH. The right. entire He played 20. But because he was such a good first baseman yeah. for all those years, people were like, oh, Rafi, he's the gold glove. 27 games the guy played at first base. You're back to stomping on the uh, so, oh, yeah. I was doing good until then. You were, you were. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm yeah, you it well, Brandon's your favorite player of all time. So. All time. But like, and I get it. Look, to a, 
one percent of me is like, I understand it's extremely, extremely hard to follow all the teams. It just is to know every intricacy of everything. But here's the deal. If you're going to vote, then you have to do that, right? Like I get it. It sounds exhausting. Daunting. It, yeah. To know what every backstory of every injured player, how many games, it, like I get it. But then here's the deal. Then don't vote. You know what I mean? Like, cause no, in all seriousness, you're stealing an award away from a player who look, he should have won it point blank. But at the very least, he should have been not like in yeah. the finalists. Like it's embarrassing. It's flat out I embarrassing. Agree. And the reason nobody knows about it is because he's a quote unquote backup, rotational, even, yeah, player he's a rotational defensive end. But he's been in the league for a long time yes. too. Yes, and here's the other he thing: he won a Super Bowl with the like, he made the play of, right. of a Super Bowl for Kirk. The other I mean, thing, come on. the other thing, I think people have to accept at this point. And you're right that Gino like fits the bill. I think Gino should be there. I think Brandon Graham should beat him. But the, the McCaffrey and Barkley are the ones I have real right. issues with. It should just be an injury award, is what it really should yeah, be. And that's fine. But yeah. again, if you're going to do that, then like, if, uh, it shouldn't be guys who played 13 games last no, year. No, no, I agree with you. Two I'm years saying ago. Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley should not be on anybody's back. I, like, I, I don't think it has to be an injury award. Like, I'm fine. I, like, Geno should be there. I get it. But like, I, I think it would be cool to have an award. Like, the Brandon thing aside, I think it would be cool to have an award where it highlights a player who came back from some type from of some adversity, serious, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, but like, and again, that's what the award has been like for the last five years. You know, it isn't like it, it isn't like we're making a, a some hot like hot take point like, oh, well, Brandon was injured. He come like, bur-, like all these guys get it. Guys, I, I don't have the list in front of me anymore. Before the last five years, guys that have won it have been guys that came back from injury. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Brandon is the biggest biggest slight, flat out the biggest slight. Like he should have won the award. Yeah, it's not close. Again, and again, you should have your vote. Ripped away from you if you did not have him in your top totally three. Totally co-signed this take. He was 33 years old and had the worst injury yeah. you can have, and then had his best season of his career. How many voters? It's just silly. How many voters do you think openly decided not to put Brandon in versus not knowing about Brandon? I, I would guess 98. percent Exactly. Yeah, yeah. No one was like, I'm not voting for Brandon. They were just like, Yeah. yeah. Dude, I mean, Christian McCaffrey had like what, like a hamstring injury? Dude, it's so dumb. <laughs> yeah, it's just so dumb. It really. He played seven games last year. Brooklyn played 13. Right. Brandon played one. It's. It's, and he had a way worse injury. And he had injury. a way worse injury. And, and honestly, I know he's a rotation guy. You could argue he had just as good a year as these other guys. Maybe better in some ways. He like, definitely had a better year. <laughs> Saquon started out well, finished slow, had a good game. Yeah. Whatever. McCaffrey started slow, finished well with the Niners. McCaffrey like, was, let's be honest, mostly irrelevant this year. Yeah. He had like two well, or three games. I mean, he's playing it, in the NFC Championship no, game. No, no, yeah. I get it. But I'm saying, like, he basically didn't matter for half the year in Carolina. Yeah. And then he got to San Francisco. You know, he had good games there. But, I like... Brandon Graham was one of the best players on one of the best defenses on the best team in the NFC, and he did it coming off an Achilles. Yeah. Done. That's all the argument. All right. Totally agree. All right. Let's get to Nick, and then we'll get to Hassan. Uh, I mean, look, I know we talked about this going in. We thought the top four are the three who got nominated, and then Nick, you know, and we, we mentioned Campbell, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, there's a Tomlin. But it was, like, it was Shanahan, Peter, uh, Shanahan, Peterson, Dable, and Nick. And look, we both said, if we, we honestly, we thought it went Shanahan, Sirianni. Like, we thought yeah. those are the top two. And if we had to give it, like, we're not homers here, we probably would give it to Kyle Shanahan. Like, yeah. that dude is in the NFC. I mean, went 13 4, won 12 straight. Six of them or seven of them, whatever. Three with the, different with the, quarterbacks. With the last pick in the draft. Three different quarterbacks. The last freaking pick in the draft. Yeah. He had injuries too. You know, McCaffrey. They traded for him. Worked him right. in. All these things. Like <laughs> he has a comeback player of the year candidate, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? but, <laughs> but in all, like we're not. This is not a homer thing we're doing here. No. I'm not. I'm not saying like, oh, we all got screwed because I want all the Eagles to win. I, I think I would have voted for Kyle Shannon to be coach of the year. But Nick not being top three? And again, like, who cares? I want him to use it as a slight. I actually think Nick is one of the rare coaches who I do think is a chip on his shoulder For kind sure. of guy. So, like, whatever. But, like, 
I mean, really? So here's really, my really you're he, not going to put Nick in the. He went 14 and three. And by the way, real quick, I think the most compelling thing I've seen, the most compelling argument I've seen on social media for all of this, is the one you made. It's the win total. Yes, the win and if total. If you look at all of them, he is the most over all three guys. Shannon's win total was like 10 or 11 or something. Right. Dables was was seven. And uh, uh, Peterson's was six. Yeah. They were like three, three, and like two and a half well, over Dave, their total. I was going to say, Dable was like two and a one half. And or a one half. and a half or whatever it was yeah. over his total. No, it was two because he was nine and whatever. But I think it was seven, whatever. It was seven. So I, think it, was, I think it was seven and a half. What I saw was seven. Okay. Either way, and then we give him the half of the tie, whatever you want to say. Yeah, yeah. But the point is, all those guys were between two and three above their win total. So he was four and a half. Yeah, he almost doubled all of them. Yeah. So he, here's my thing on the, Sir- on the Sirianni not being in it. I think he sh- probably should have been. And I think where people miss it is like there's a there's a perception that the Eagles were supposed to be this. Like you thought they would be this. People in Philly thought they would be this. Some, but but ultimately, I think their Super Bowl odds were 11th going into the year. They were like plus 2400. Their over under was nine and a half. If I I wish I could remember this, but I remember when we were doing a Parks Pod before the season, it was like odds to make the playoffs. It was not like minus four hundred. It was no. like minus I don't know one seventy five or something. I think it was like, even higher than that. Like, yeah, I think it was like you know minus one one twenty exactly or something like, like that. So they weren't definitely supposed to be a playoff team. They were not supposed to be the one seed. Like pretty I much think it went at up. all. I think it started lower, but then because then everyone was betting. The, like the Eagles were the chic. They were, but but it start. I, I think but it was all initial, the betting community. Yeah. It wasn't like you know they the original odds and the original thoughts for the right. team. Like if your argument is going to be that Dable exceeded expectations. So did Sirianni. By a lot. By a lot, yeah. right? Now, look, I think, I don't even, actually I don't know if I fully believe this, but like, is Dable's job harder? Maybe because he has less talent. But there's something to be said about coaching without expectation versus coaching with expectation. And yes, Nick has a lot of talent on his roster. Nick got a career year out of his starting quarterback, both wide receivers, his tight end, his running back. You could argue his offensive line. Like, almost every player on the Eagles offense had a career year. And while he's not the defensive guy, he is the head coach. Reddick had a career year. James Bradbury had a career year. You could argue the linebackers had career years. Chauncey had a career year. They had they almost set the NFL sack record, right? He might have both coordinators get head coach he might jobs. Have, yeah, so, so in terms of just... Who did the best job with what they had? He went 14-1 with his starting quarterback. 14-1. Yeah, I don't see I don't see how Sirianni gets slated for the roster. The other thing is, so I remember in 2001, the Sixers, when they went to the finals, they got MVP, Coach of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Sixth Man of the Year. It's okay to give a team multiple awards. The point of a great team is they have great well, players the and great coaches. Well, the Niners are for all of them. Exactly. Right, exactly. I mean, right? Other than MVP. MB, other than MVP. Yeah, other defensive than MVP, player, head coach, yeah, right? They have a guy in every single category. The, like, the Eagles were better than the Niners. Without a doubt. You know? I definitely think there's, and this comes back to... The Eagles have one guy in all those categories, right. and we'll get to it. And this comes guy. back to, like, frankly, laziness, where it's like the perception of the Eagles is, well, they're so loaded, everyone's job's easy. It's not true. It's not easy to win 14 games. It's not easy to to be great. And like, look, Sirianni came to the podium yesterday with an AJ uh, Brown shirt and Devontae Smith shirt. Balancing that dynamic all year, yeah. not easy either, yeah, right? You just saw it. Look, we literally it's just easy saw when it. In a playoff game where, right. you know, he's injured. So AJ Brown was a little hard thing at the ball as much. It, like, he's still dealing with it. It's easier to be a head coach with no expectations than it is to be a head coach that's expected to, again, his, and again, his over under was only nine and a half. So it's like, well, but, and, but he had way better roster and he got way more out of it. Now, do I think he should have been in the top three? Yes. Do I think it's a travesty he was not? No, because those other three guys Shanahan did well. was awesome. I, I these would have been my three. I would have gone Shanahan, 
Nick and Doug, and you could convince me into swapping Doug and Nick. I would have gone just because I Doug went into such a. Oh, yeah, but Doug, Doug was in such an easier. He was in one. Of, he was in one of the two worst divisions in football. He got to play the right. Colts twice. He got to play the Texans twice. He got to play the Titans twice. Like. I just I think Dable did a better job than Doug, but regardless, I think it's I, again my one two is Shannon Sirianni, Shannon Sirianni, and then right. it's a three. It's who's the three? And look at this way, right? We're talking about both Doug and and now Doug's team was one was one win worse. They were three, but the Giants, Dable taking a four win team to it to a nine win right. team and making the playoffs. Wow, wow, what does that sound like? Oh, did Nick do that last <laughs> yeah. year? Well, and the other did Nick do? Hold on, yeah. did Nick yeah. do that exact thing last year and get zero? Credit it's true. Zero. I don't and remember. I don't think he should have been yeah. coach of the year. I'm not saying that, but like, like, let's not forget that Nick did this exact same thing with the, with a with a crappy roster last year that Dabo is doing now, and no one was like, ho ho ho, dude. There was talks about like not firing him, but you know, like no one believed in right. him after last year. So, it was only certain. I mean, you did. You yeah. Did. Well, here's the other thing too. What Dable has done is now officially. Being overrated. Yep. What Dable did was impressive. He should be in the conversation. They're going too far. Ultimately, he was a wild card team, right? And like, look, the division was tough for sure, but they did end up playing one of the easiest schedules in the league, right? Like, ultimately, the Giants were not a special team. The Giants went into Minnesota, but playoffs are not supposed to be included in this award. But regardless, even if we're including in the discussion, it was impressive they went into Minnesota and won for sure. Ultimately, they got smacked. And that's the other thing. And I know the talent's better. But Nick Sirianni outcoached Dable both times they coached. Like, yeah. Nick Sirianni is a better head coach and Doug, than Dable. And he beat Doug, too. Like, yeah. he, beat, and look, he beat two of the dude, guys. You could the... convince me Dan Campbell it, like, is right in there, too. So that, well, that's he why— He would be up there, and he deserves it. That's why with the Sirianni thing, ultimately, do I think he should have been in the top three? Yes. But it's not like Brandon Graham. It's not like if Jalen wasn't in the MVP. And maybe we'll talk about Reddick briefly. But, like, there were other really, really good candidates.